0: Washington admits that gunshot victims are counted as coronavirus deaths. A party breaks out of the Ozark Lake despite lockdowns, and I got an interview with Costco Kevin, the guy that was kicked out of Costco for not wearing a mask. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. Washington State admits that gunshot victims are counted as coronavirus deaths. So here it is, uh, Rance, gunshot victims counted as Washington coronavirus deaths. Washington state counts gunshot victims as coronavirus-related deaths State public health officials admit. You remember the meme, I'm sure you see this meme in the comment sections all the time. It's of a guy free falling without a parachute and it's a fake headline saying, a man who, who um, went, jumped out of a, uh, a plane without a parachute dies from coronavirus. <laughs> This We are entering reality of that meme now. That is a 100% factual meme now. That's not even a fake news joke. That is that is real. We are entering that. This method of counting coronavirus deaths, which could pad the numbers as incredibly... Um, has incredible implication. It doesn't just artificially increase the death rate. It is used by Governor Jay to keep the economy shut down longer than it may be necessary. These findings were first reported by the Freedom Foundation, which now finds itself the target of uh, a bizarre expressed... I I don't know what the hell they're saying. Uh, In telephone press briefing last week, public health officials with the Washington State Department acknowledged their data collection is unusual. So are methods that... We use to give up the date count. The date count related to the COVID 19 death is not our usual process for how we track data for deaths in Washington. Dr. Katie Hutchinson, Health Statistic Manager for DOH. We had to modify what we normally do in order to quickly meet the data and information needs for the pandemic. We're aware that there, are, there is some confusion about how it works and whether or not this modification process is accurate. It seems obvious that the, the data is not accurate. They imply as much as our dashboard numbers do include any death to a person that has been tested positive to COVID-19. This means if a COVID-19 patient dies of a gunshot wound or in a car crash, the data lists that patient... As a, COVID, as a coronavirus death, if a tree falls on a coronavirus patient, it kills them. The list as a COVID-19 death. Uh, we currently do have some deaths that are being reported that are clearly from other causes, the doctor admits. We have about five deaths less than five. We have about five deaths less than five deaths that we know of that are related to obvious other causes. In this case, they are from gunshots. Wounds. So they literally marked five deaths as COVID 19 from gunshot wounds. You heard it from the horse's mouth. Why are they doing this? They are doing this because they need to pad the numbers to make this crisis seem like a crisis because it's not it's an artificial crisis we are living in an artificial crisis and they're using this stuff to keep the economy locked down to destroy the economy that trump built up to destroy america for their own political agenda we know this this is not even a conspiracy anymore why would they lie about the numbers why won't they update the numbers why why does that even why does a coronavirus test even come up on somebody who died from gunshot wounds who in their right, right mind is saying, this guy died from a gunshot wound. Let's test him for coronavirus and see if we can mark him down as a coronavirus death. Who even does that testing unless it is planned? Unless somebody from the top is telling them we need to do this stuff because we need to inflate the numbers as much as possible. So this is a video of a party at the Ozark Park. And it's just people having fun, kissing, touching, partying, blasting. This is what I love to see. America getting back to being America and going back outside and socializing. I believe socializing is essential. So Ozark Lake party emerges so happy to see people out and socializing that's what i said and it's been trending on twitter since of last night from the time i was filming this and this is what the these dumb liberal idiots had to say this person said no COVID concerns at the lake uh, of the ozarks and it's like an embarrassed face or like a shocked face it's like shut your ass up um no tell me this footage is from before the pandemic That's what somebody else said. And then somebody who seems to work uh, as an author and they've been seen on CNN and I guess Jeopardy, they're a Jeopardy winner. They said, my God, like they're disgusted. Meghan McCain, that That thing that I would want to, I want to say some bad words about her, but I won't. Uh, I don't even know what to say anymore, dot, dot, dot. I know what you can say. You can say these are some freedom-loving Americans. Not one of these people are going to die from coronavirus. I will bet my entire bank account on it. We've seen it time and time again from these liberals. They constantly tell us. Constantly, nonstop. Oh, this. Oh, oh, they're opened up. Oh, they're socializing. Oh, they're having a protest. Uh, watch. Now you're gonna see thousands of people die in that state. It never happens. It never happened. Not once did anything that they said ever happen. Uh, Glad not to be at the Lake of the Ozarks this weekend. The lake will be there in the future. If you get COVID-19, you may not be. You know what? Exactly. You're glad you're not there. Me personally, I'm glad you're not there too. I don't want you souring all the fun that these people are having. But you, as an individual, whatever your name is, I can't pronounce it. You can stay home. If you're a scared little bitch from coronavirus, you stay home. These people can go out and party, and guess what? It doesn't affect what you're doing. I am glad you're finally realizing that. I'm glad you're acknowledging that their partying in Ozark Lake is not affecting you hiding and quivering underneath your bed. Let if. You have the free will and the free choice to stay home, we should have the free will. We do have the free will and free choice to go out and, and party and go back to work and do what we want. God bless America. So joining me today is going to be Costco Kevin from this viral video, and I'm going to play this video for you before we get into the interview.
1: I'm going put you on my 3,000 follower Instagram feed, mostly locals. Hi, everyone.
0: I work for Costco and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask and or- And I'm not
1: doing it because I woke up in a free country. Have a great day. So you're going to take this card from me. Sir, have a great full day. Full of stuff. You are
0: no longer welcome here in our warehouse. You need to leave. Thank you very here, much. you
1: put it on. I'll give you my card. He's going to take the card away because he's a pussy little bitch. There he is walking away with all my stuff. There he goes.
0: So joining me right now is Costco Kevin from the viral video. Thank you Kevin for joining us. Is that your real name?
1: Uh no, it's not, but I can't give my real name. Yeah, don't, don't give your either.
0: real name out. It's it's a very dangerous world. So we were just I was just showing my audience your video and you were telling me before we were filming that there was actually more to the video. There was like a what, like a 15-minute altercation you were saying?
1: No, I was only in the store for about 10 minutes. It started near the back the store when he was starting to ask me just to leave so i was just trying to leave i had my stuff i'm just trying to leave i got my cart, and then they stopped me right at the checkout as i'm as i'm attempting to leave i'm like telling him i just i don't agree with this i don't want to do it and then he was being rude to me actually he was kind of being just kind of a dick so i put the camera in front of him i decided to record him so his his, his attitude changed Then he's like, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm friendly, you know, Tyson chicken, you know, but he wasn't like that right before I put the camera on him. And I posted another video at the real Costco Kevin on Instagram that uh, shows harassment of another customer. So she's getting harassed. I'm getting harassed. There's like six people that work for Costco behind the scenes. You can't even see them like circling like sharks. I got another lady coming up to me. Her nose is sticking out of her mask. She's like, sir, you need to put a mask on. I'm like, you're not wearing your mask right. I have a question
0: because when you go into Costco, they usually check IDs, the membership ID. Did you get checked on the way in for a mask?
1: So she checked my ID, but she didn't say anything about the mask. And so I was not nipped at the door. And there's a misconception that I wore a mask to get in and then took the mask off to make a statement. So I was going to say that
0: that, I was going to say because that that could be a big problem because my biggest criticism from your video, which, you know, anybody I talk about on my show is welcome to come on the podcast to discuss that. That's one of the reasons why I'm welcoming you, because I I had some words about your video. So I wanted you to come on and have a discussion about it. Uh, I'm glad you reached out. But Costco, um, it's you know, they're. It's their private business, their private policy to require a mask. But the fact that they didn't check you on the way in to put a mask on does make a huge difference. Because you were in there shopping without a mask because nobody told you to put it on. You thought you were in—you figured you were in the clear. You went in. They took—they checked your ID. You were good. You went in with no mask. You were shopping. And then they harass you.
1: Well, They harassed me at the checkout. And then I boiled over— when he took my card away. And it it is so hard to make me mad. I'm like one of the chillest people you've ever met. And I was pissed, like a lot of people are frustrated. It was a boil over moment. I could have handled myself better. He could have handled himself better. And it was a tale of two assholes, you know? You know, head bashing, right? So I wanna take that back to the Costco um, policy. Costco's a very unique situation. Some people argue that as a paying member, I only have a privilege to be there since, since to be there since I paid to be there, but since I'm paying to be there and I signed the contract to be there, I feel like that actually I have a right to be there more so than a member of the general public. And because I signed a contract with them, there's nothing stating in that contract in those terms and conditions that I am required to wear a mask. Now, in that contract it says the the sub the 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 terms may be subject to change. Well, if you have a contract and the terms are subject to change, it kind of voids the purpose of a contract because you don't want to buy a car for X amount of money. Two weeks later, they say, "Hey, we changed the contract. We're charging you more money for your car." Oh, now you got two payments every month. So the right way, in my opinion, for Costco to go about this is like. I need to receive like a membership update agreement via email with a docusign sign where I sign agreeing legally that you know I agree to a mask policy or I sign something at the door. But they can't just like retroactively change the terms of the contract because what's to stop them from putting up a sign that says, Hey, uh, before you come in our store, we gotta put two fingers in your butt. Hey, before you come <laughs> in the store, you gotta hop on one foot. So just because a company sets a policy. That doesn't make the policy right. And just because the government sets a mandate that pretty much persuades them to make this policy, that doesn't mean that it's their own actual policy. They only did it because of a government mandate. So this is a government order by proxy.
0: So where where was what state was this Costco in?
1: It, it's in Colorado.
0: And what's what's the policy for Colorado? The governor issued for Mass. So-
1: uh, you know, it's, it's a recommendation and I have a huge problem when recommendations become enforced like, first, it's friendly, then it's not friendly. You know, first it's like, Hey, we just want you to wear this mask. Then select cities or counties are like, Hey, now we're going to potentially arrest you if you don't wear a mask. Hey, we don't want you to leave home. It's just a recommendation. Then they start implementing laws to say, Hey, you can't leave your house or you're going to face a $5,000 fine and a year in jail. So, in Colorado, it's just a recommendation. A couple counties have uh, enforcement of those rules, but I don't know if it could make it to a jury trial because there's no case law that sets a precedent that says, hey, you can convict somebody for not following a mask recommendation.
0: Yeah, the whole thing. Did, did you get a refund on your membership at least?
1: You know what? I did not get a refund that I know of. I thought I was getting a call from the CEO. You know, he woke up that morning like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. like probably got someone on the phone. Who is this guy? Who is he? So no, man, I'm keeping my membership, man. Like they got, they got the, 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 they got the plug on one item that I need the most, which is their yellow packs of microfiber rags. They're affordable. They're the best ones. I can't find ones like that anywhere else at that price point. I like them. So people say, well, why don't you go somewhere else? Why don't you go take your business somewhere else? Well, 90% 90% of the other things in Colorado still remain closed. I'm only allowed to go to these big boy box stores. So that's kind of an unfair Now, argument.
0: next time you need to go get those cloths, are you going to go and wear a mask? No. So how do you expect to get...
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, man, um, they say, oh, write a letter to a CEO. Oh, go to your local governor. Oh, go do this. When you do things like that, it falls on deaf ears. It does. The only way you're going to make a statement and an impact is by taking it to the person that's already in your face by an asymmetrical approach. Okay. Cause like I didn't break any laws. I left the store. I understand he's got the right to leave the store, but at the same time, if everybody bucks that system where the enforcement begins, then it starts working its way up the chain from the grassroots up. The change never happens from the top down. It always happens from the bottom up. So he's a paid employee. He's required to wear a mask. He's in contact with the general public, thousands of people all day long, and I get that, but he broke their social distancing guidelines by being up in my face with his feet on the edge of my cart while he was holding it with both hands. It's like a growing man-child.
0: I have to say, when when I first saw that video, I was kind of annoyed because I saw a lot of videos start to pop up of people yelling at just regular minimum wage workers uh, for the whole mask policy. But after talking to you and understanding the scenario completely, it's it's driving me more towards the middle where I can see it from both point of views, clearly, uh, especially... The fact that this is the one that irks me the most is they let you in the store without a mask. You went shopping. You filled up your cart. You're probably about to check out. You're almost done doing your thing. Then they give you a hard time. You're like, I I can just... I can feel the pain that you are going through now, knowing the backstory behind it. Whereas, if it was you sneaking in, or if you ignoring the you know the sign, or you taking it off halfway through, because I had my own experiences just like that, uh, similar. Where you know I, I'll uh, I'll walk into uh, CVS, I'll be walking around picking out my stuff. You know nobody would stop me, and you know, I just forgot my mask. Let me just run through really quickly. Or I'll put the the shirt over my mouth, and then when I'm halfway done, then they start giving me an issue. Um, right. You know, I never get angry or anything because I know I'm because I, I know I'm kind of finessing the system because I'm in California and it's like a strict mask policy where you can't even. I today I was at the I was standing outside the Funko store. I was outside the store and their windows were open. I wasn't allowed to be within five feet from the window. Because I wasn't wearing a mask. I'm on the public sidewalk. And the employees are yelling at me. To stand back. Because I don't have a mask on. When I'm feet, o- feet away. Something like that is just so ridiculous. And I didn't even want to personally get involved in that. Because I'm like. It's just these stupid jerk off idiot employees. That are being told what to do. And they're snobby. Whatever. And I, I just looked at it. I'm like. My issues with the governor. My issues with the mayor. These people are just idiots anyway. For. Even being like that uh, so th- that that's just my point of view um, but definitely after hearing the full story, it's a lot different and the the one thing I did say in my video that uh you need to be prepared for the for the massive
1: oh, I you were saying off wacko. <laughs>
0: I said that yeah, it funny. sounds like me <laughs> it definitely sounds like me I definitely said that I'm not even doubting that <laughs> But um, what was I saying? So um, I, was, I was also saying that you were going to get a massive shitstorm coming your way. Yeah. I want to yeah. hear about this shitstorm that came your way.
1: Okay, so uh, Joey Saladino, future senator, future president, future politician, current, current YouTube prankster, current YouTube political commentary <laughs> person, and now meteorologist. Joey Saladino, the man that can predict a shitstorm from a thousand miles away. I think you felt the barometric temperature in the room drop. (laughs) And you were like, oh, this guy's fucked. Yeah, man. Um, You know, I'm going to just like clear the air too, especially on Reddit. I posted the video on Reddit and I posted the response video on Reddit. I started getting a shitstorm already and then I realized like on that Reddit page, there was like my business name was like linked to that account. I was like, "Oh fuck, okay, I need to take that down." So I do. I remove the videos because all this stuff is going on. I can see how crazy people are being over it. Well, I don't need this thing affecting my livelihood and my my ability to take care of uh, my girlfriend and her kid and pay my bills.
0: Um, Yeah, Because that's how the left is I I was watching this and I saw You pissed off the left You know, you pissed off a lot of people on the right too But the right, you don't really have to worry much about When you piss off the left They'll find your name They'll find where you live They'll find your employer They'll start making calls They'll start making threats, harassments And before you know it, you'll be living on the streets Because your life was ruined by a bunch of leftists
1: Yeah, exactly So the media tries to make it sound like, Oh, the original videos were taken down. It's not like I took them down, like out of the fact that like, I regret what I said, I took the videos down because I feared for my safety, for my job, for my income. And by that point, people had already recorded those videos, re uploaded them onto like massive, uh, Reddit pages. And then from there it disseminated. And then from there it became a global story. And then I'm a detailer, man. I'm just like detailing a car. You know, I'm getting like people like canceling on me and stuff like that. I don't really think nothing of it. And then, um, I get home and then a car dealer calls me up. I haven't heard from them for a while. And he's like, dude, you're famous, <laughs> man. You're on TMZ and it's you, right? Dude, my heart sank, bro. I was like, I wanted it to go away. And now I'm on TMZ. And then I broke every single, me, every single major news media source. I'm on him in like 24 hours and then all of a sudden Tyson becomes this folk hero and then I become this villain because I stood up for my rights, God forbid in a private corporation. Right. But can I stress a very important point? Go for it. Well, the fact that private businesses have their own rights and their own ways that they operate, we cannot use this argument to negate the validity of what I said. And people are saying that Costco is a private business. And then by default, that makes my statement wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I constantly said in my video that I didn't agree with the way you were handling it, but I agreed with your message. I agreed exactly. with the don't be sheep. don't You don't need to wear a mask. Don't buy into the BS. I, exactly. I was agreeing with all of that. I was not shooting the messenger. I mean i was shooting the way the message was being um i guess portrayed but i wasn't shooting the message itself
1: exactly so my message to everyone on the right who's open enough to listen to what i have to say do not let this leftist talking point of a private business be the thing that negates the validity of my statement and i say this too because socialists they don't give a damn about your small business they don't give a damn about corporations. They're very anti-capitalist. I've got a letter right here from the CEO of Costco, the modern slavery transparency statement. I don't know if you can see that.
0: Yeah, I see it.
1: So it, they, they literally, in this letter, admit to using modern-day slavery, human-trafficked people, all under the disguise that they claim that they're fighting it. I can i can read you a couple select things from that. But let's, let's just forget about all of the egregious human rights violations that Costco's you know, accused of committing. And let's just say, hey, this guy over here is the bad guy because he flouted a Costco private policy.
0: Yeah, I was going to say um, it's, it's definitely what the left does a lot is they'll, they'll be anti-corporation, anti-business, anti-this, anti-that until it suits their agenda. Now, yes. all of a sudden, they're pro-Costco, they're pro-business, and they're an expert on right. business rights and and uh, how they have the freedoms. Like, they don't care about any of that stuff until it suits their agenda. And then the next day, they're going to go from um, defending Costco being a private business and that you— in going into the store and signing up to the membership, you subscribe to their policies that were subject to change. They're going to be saying all that, and then the very next day, they're going to rip on Costco, rip on Amazon for paying their workers not a hundred dollars an hour,
1: right? Or Costco's unfair treatment of pigs.
0: Yeah, you and you, you can take but... any argument that they threw against you. You can take any argument that of that and throw it right back at them when it comes to their fight for fifteen.
1: Exactly. And you know, that fight for 15 is going to get them replaced by robots and they're too stupid to realize that's already exactly. happened. So another thing is they compare me to, uh, the baker that refused to bake a cake for a gay couple. Right? So I'm not walking into a mom and pop store and be like, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to be a dick to the small business owner. I'm going like right to the top of that enforcement. They don't want these small businesses open because they can't trust the small businesses that are going to enforce the social distancing guidelines and CDC guidelines that they're trying to put in place, anyways. So they have to have the big box stores condition everybody to accept the new circumstances. Well, I would say is
0: probably a better here. comparison for that: um, the bake and the cake situation would be. You know, you don't, you can't force a Christian baker to bake a gay cake, obviously. And exactly. I think, and I the, think. The, the, similar would be you can't force a business to change their policy based to suit your needs at the same time but i guess the one comparable difference between your specific direct situation it would be like the baker already baking the gay cake and you showing up to get it and them saying no you're gay we're not gonna sell you your cake because you already had your shopping cart full and you were ready to go (laughs) right
1: and look at me bro i love this conversation look at this i love cake bro i'm fupa nation bro all right i love cake but the reason why he got off the bat with that situation is he had a religious exemption so his religion gave him that exemption to not do that there's no like religious exemption here so the reason why he had that freedom now if it was just like hey i want to have this guy bake a six-year-old boy's birthday party cake and then he rejected maybe there's an issue but there is the right to refuse service um, that businesses have. And, and liberals have hit me on this and I wanna give them a taste of their own medicine. Those rights to refuse service laws stem from the days of segregation and racism. So when they try to hit me on like this racist tip, I can say, well, hey, I'm of a minority of opinion and I was discriminated against for not wearing a mask and then I was refused service. Now, Trevor Noah on the Daily Show made this a race issue. And it's not a race issue, but you cannot invoke this right to refuse service without acknowledging the history that that uh, that those laws stem from.
0: It seems like a lot of the stuff that the Democrats tend to latch onto from time to time have stemmed and started from racism and segregation. I mean, just look at how they uh, how they operate uh, their award shows with the BET and the entertainment industry. They segregate everything there. They uh, they segregate even uh, well. Abortion was <laughs> was we all know the history behind that one. It was pretty much Absolutely. used to control the black the black population, and that's stuff that they support. It, it almost seems like in many ways that they're going backwards. But that's a little bit off topic. But I want to know. Uh, what has actually, what has been the right-wing's um, reaction to your video? Because I'm, I'm sure you probably have gotten a lot of support from the right-wing and probably some hate from the right-wing as well.
1: So I'll back up a little bit and say that when I put this video out, I didn't know I was going to be a global headline in two days. I'm not a crisis actor. Uh, I'm not like a stuntman. I don't do this stuff regularly. I, you know, this isn't like my M.O., so you're not, an, infu- it, you're not
0: an, an influencer guy. You're not trying to make right. like if, if I did it, people would be like, oh, you're just trying to get attention. We know oh, you. Bro. You're you're trying to get on TV. And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> See
1: my shirt, bro. Yeah, well, I would be totally down with dressing up in spacesuits with you and going into Costco. Let's do it. <laughs> bro, dude, me and Costco, Kevin, wear proper PPE. OK, because like. <laughs> These gloves they're wearing all day, just, just sticking germs all over it. These masks they're wearing, these cloth masks. Ask a person with a cloth mask, hey, when's the last time you washed your mask?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at mine. Mine <laughs> mine is black and dirty from my hands touching it. I'm looking at it, I'm like, this, is, this mask is a Petri dish. It's Bro, a Petri dish of germs and filth ahead. and disgusting, and I can't even get proper ventilation through it. And nobody washes their mask. Let's just be real. It's probably a, a no, small sliver I, of people.
1: I see ladies take their mask off, fold it in half, put it in their purse. They'll grab that infected part back out of their purse, spread all the germs in their purse, all over their wallet, unfold it, put it back on their face. And it's like if we're talking about being sterile here. We are not being sterile. It's
0: probably shoving okay, more then. germs in our face. Because people are just doing yep. it, just oh, I gotta put a mask on. And me and my girlfriend, for example, we have these crumbled up dirty masks just laying around the place because we just need to grab something so this way we can get Red Bull from CVS. And that's the only reason right. why we have a mask on. Our noses are hanging out. Half the time my mouth is hanging out. I just putting something over my face just to shut everybody up. But if you right. want if the only way to do the masks right is to have a mask, a clean mask, take it off, throw it out, get another clean mask. and That's the only way, and nobody's doing that.
1: Right, no, these people are wearing gloves all day, they're touching everything all about them all day, and then they take off the gloves. So let me tell you this, when you put on a mask and you put on gloves to be sterile, you know, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to wash your face, you're supposed to wash your hands, like up to your wrists, you're supposed to go into a clean environment, you're supposed to put these things on to maintain sterility, put the mask on, and then you know like you're going in for
0: surgery surgery. like you're a surgeon you're completely sterile
1: so if you look at the government guidelines the reason i keep hammering on the fact it's not about the mask it's about controls because all the governments due the cdc guidelines specifically recommend that you do not wear fda approved n95 masks which also still don't work they say wear anything wear a cloth mask wear a shirt wear a scarf they don't care about protecting you for the first month when the government was having trouble securing masks for their own employees they were saying oh you don't have to wear a mask don't wear a mask and then once they secured the masks for the people inside the government and the hospitals then they're like yeah just put whatever on your face and it's just to me it's a sign of subservience it's a sign of obedience it's a sign of going along with the agenda and right now i take my mask off i say i'm not going along with the agenda anymore i'm not living in fear this is not what it was meant to be we are two months into a two-week lockdown and there's no end in sight i'm not making a deal with the u.s government everyone that makes a deal with the government loses you know look and you know this is what this is how
0: this is how the democrats operate and and just many politicians in general is that
1: those those many politicians are many republicans and and man i'm like a libertarian i'm not going to sit over here and act like Trump's helping us out, man. He's just Instagramming and tweeting and lip servicing. We need to reopen.
0: Yeah, I've been saying it for a long time on my show. That's the one thing I disagree with Trump on. He needs to do some executive orders. He needs to get the country opening because what's... I've been saying this a million times. What... I, I get it. I believe in state rights. I don't think the federal government should be too large. In general, states and the federal government should be smaller. But at what point do we enforce our constitution? At what point does the federal government say, Hey, you can't enslave your population. What why are we called called the United States if our federal government has no jurisdiction over the states whatsoever? We got states. Uh, we're going rampant with with uh, sanctuary cities. We got states literally we're, we're prisoners. They're literally forcing us. We are actual slaves to the Democrat governors and the federal government is doing literally nothing. And it's we're, we're nearing close to a revolution, but. Restrictions are slowly starting to get loosened, which I don't think we're going to hit any form of revolution because of that. And now they're trying to steal the election with the mail-in voters because they know all these Democrats are going to be completely voted out this next election. I would have to say, I think Trump's going to win by a massive landslide. He'll probably win 45 states, in my opinion, if it wasn't for all the voter fraud and mail-in ballots. And they know that. That's why they need to push for mail-in ballots.
1: Well, let me, let me uh, explain some of the issues that people like you and I are mad at in case people just think this is about a mask. I keep saying it's not about the mask. It's about control. I'm making a political statement here. There's more symbology behind the mask. It's obvious, number one, that the Democrats are dragging out the lockdowns, creating as much damage as possible to hurt the Trump economy. Let me tell you, it's everyone's economy And to bring up unemployment numbers artificially. So he looks terrible because they're like, look, the unemployment was only four and a half percent or whatever that number is when Obama was the president. And now Trump has wrecked the economy and, and unemployment is at 14.5 percent.
0: Trump literally left it up to the Democrats, the Democrat governors, to say, "Hmm, you know what? We're going to have each state kind of do their own thing. These are our recommendations, and each state is is operating uh, what they think is best for their people." And I think that was a good initial strategy. But I I don't think Trump anticipated that the Democrats were actually going to crash their own economies. You see, the Republicans are opening up way faster. The Democrats are just completely destroying their states, and I don't think. Trump fully anticipated for that. You know, you kind of, you kind of, you give them a little bit responsibility and they could not handle it whatsoever. Well,
1: remember they always talk in like double speak, man. They're always, they always got a code word for everything. So flattening the curve means flattening the economy. They're just flattening the economic growth. They're not flattening coronavirus. Yeah. Like bankruptcy, suicide, depression, joblessness. Economy. My
0: physical health went like I, I'm a I'm a gym boy. I'm a gym rat. Whatever the expression is, I am at the gym all every day for at least an hour or two. I go for runs all the time. I eat healthy, but for the past what two months, almost three months now, I have not been able to lift any weights, and I've been eating junk. My I feel like I because I, I I used to be extremely I used to be really fat, and I lost a lot of weight. I lost like. Um, I used to I used to be like you and I I I took like 80 pounds off.
1: So I'm I'm doing this so that next time I get an interview, kind of like the majority report, they find like this really terrible screenshot of me and they use that.
0: Well, yeah, and they're going to want them they have an agenda to make you look bad specifically.
1: And and man, I'm a I'm going to use guy. that
0: screenshot by the way. I'm going to take yeah, a screenshot you, of that. I'm going to use that now.
1: Perfect. <laughs> so, um You know, uh, I'm about fitness too, man. Fitness pizza in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the majority of the comments coming from the left. Fat shaming me, man. I just, I just literally had a dude fat shaming the hell out of me on Instagram today. That's half the comments is either I'm the sheep for not going along with the protocol or I'm fat, but I want to get back to some of these other points we're upset with about how three. The governors do not have the constitutional authority to close any business indiscriminately. Four, the American people need to get back to work. Five, I'm tired of mega millionaires saying that we're in this together. So I feel like I'm floating along in this little life raft, barely staying afloat. And I got like Will Smith and his like $80 trillion (laughs) mansion saying we're all in this together. Just stay home. It's like, hey, Will, you want to fucking swap homes with me?
0: <laughs> I will stay that's, so, house, that's so that's so true. The bar these bar these bar people house. they're they're sitting they're living large, they're sitting on their ivory towers or on their thrones and they're preaching down to us. Like, we're in this together. Then the same thing with the leftists and the liberals, the ones that live in their little bubbles on Twitter, on Facebook, on social medias, live in their little bubbles. Oh, just stay home. Yeah, why don't you tell that to the, to the father that lost work and needs to put food on the table for four kids and pay his right. rent to, or his mortgage to keep a roof over the heads? Go tell it to that guy. You well, tell him about, to stay home.
1: The thing about this, man, I'm already upset because my business has been crushed. Like, April and March, Losses. Barely made anything yeah. April and March. Don't
0: expect the Democrats to understand business whatsoever because they think, oh, you just stay home. Just stay home. Save, no. stay, save alive and stay home. How about you stay, you stay home? Me going out and working is not going to yeah. affect you if you're staying home. I'm not they coming to your house freedom. and coughing in your face.
1: They have the freedom to stay home. A Texas judge has already ruled that every business is essential. Okay? You feeding your kids— is just as essential as me feeding my kids, and there's, that, there's, there's I don't get how such a discriminatory thing ever came about that small businesses and all these companies that are forced to shut down are unessential. It's one of the most ass-backwards things I've ever heard in my life.
0: We can't go to the beach, but you can pack into a Walmart with 100 people neck and neck fighting over chicken cutlets and eggs. That's okay, but you, you can't run your decal shop.
1: And, man, I was uh, in Costco when the toilet paper stuff was going on. I had no idea that that was, like, the thing. Like, I had, like, kind of an idea, but not really. And I'm, like, in there just, like, buying chicken, buying stuff. And there's just this, like, line wrapped all the way around, like, the the paper towel and toilet paper section. There's people just, like, waiting. And they started bringing out pallets of toilet paper. And uh, I just kind of broke through those people, just walked through them and grabbed them just because everyone else was – Buying them, so then I had like two massive packs of toilet paper at home, and I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm one of those idiots, I guess." But <laughs> it's better safe than sorry. It, you know? Toilet
0: paper is still kind of hard to come by. You got to go to the store at the right time, at least out out here. I'm sure it's probably different in in smaller towns, but
1: so you know, I I live in you know Colorado. Most of the population's on the Front Range. A lot of people in Denver, and I don't know. I see meat shortages on the shelf. I see shelf. I see cleaning shortages. Um cleaning supply shortages, I see toilet paper shortages. And I don't know if we're being gaslighted. I don't know if they're trying to get us used to waiting in these artificially long lines as we wait to get into home Depot and Lowe's and artificial shortages of stuff to further condition us, like losing our freedoms and living in a socialist society where there's like socialized health cares. They're shutting down all the hospitals because there's no, you know, other health activity going on due to coronavirus. Um, Inflation and taxes—they're going to be rising. Everything they're doing seems to be conditioning us towards this uh, socialist agenda. Like everywhere I look, I don't know if you're seeing it or not, but it's like—it's like they're trying to do a jumpstart on the Green New Deal. It's they're a test giving, run. Like,
0: and you know down. what? AOC is looking at this right now. That whole progressive left is looking. And they, I said this, but and I think a day or two later, they were making tweets about it saying, "Oh, Congress and and the Senate was so quick to spend X trillion dollars on this relief bill, but they can't spend that money on on my green new deal. These are they're pretty much talking about these are both crises that can kill, you know, millions of people and destroy the world, and they're going to use that as a precedent to invoke the green new deal because look, this is another pandemic, another crisis, but this is a crisis of the ice caps melting, whatever they're going to go with." And they're gonna to wanna to use that to call for socialism just like they're using it now.
1: It's always an invisible enemy. That's why they a- got
0: Greta back. Why why else is Greta back in the spotlight if they're not gearing up to use what is going on now to further their agenda with climate change?
1: So they've been grooming Greta for a long time. And if you look up I, I swear to God, do this right now on your computer. Google uh um fetal what is it called? Fetal alcohol syndrome? Is that what it's called? Fetal Fetal alcohol alcohol syndrome. syndrome? And then look at the textbook example of fetal alcohol syndrome.
0: Fetal alcohol syndrome is a condition in that a child that results from alcohol exposure during the mother's pregnancy. Fetal alcohol syndrome causes brain damage and growth problems. The problem caused by fetal alcohol syndrome varies from child to child, but the flex caused by alcohol syndrome is, uh, is not reversible. Does that mean that you, does it mess up like how she ages in her brain?
1: It messes up what she looks like. But what's crazy is there's this textbook example, like like from a textbook. Let me see if I can get that. And it looks just like her.
0: It does. Like, whoa. <laughs> I'm not all into getting into those conspiracies, though. But, I mean, it, it kind of does. Uh, I, I was about to say, I was thinking, because I was looking at on her Instagram. She's got like 10 million followers. And I was just looking at what idiots do I know that follow and like her photos. And... I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it fits, it kind of fits the (laughs) Belma, but, um, I was looking at, I was looking at her photos and she's 18 or 17, right? Right. And I'm looking, I'm like, she looks like she's 12 years old. And I'm just thinking to myself, I don't think this is true. I'm like, what if they're giving her like, uh, uh, hormone suppressors to, um, delay Puberty to keep her looking and feeling as young as possible for as long as they can because i'm looking at this i'm like in three four years she could start being getting a little bit older and she could be totally burnt out just like a washed up child actor what if they're trying to keep her young and that that, i don't think so that that would be pretty serious but we do know this is a fact that i don't know if you remember uh like the bodybuilding kids from like 10, 20 years ago, kids that were ripped and jacked, and they were like five, six years old, and turns out their parents were giving them steroids. And now they're just normal-looking people, but they're all fucked up because they were taking steroids, and their parents were giving them steroids. I mean, it's, it's not so off to think that maybe their parents or there's someone around feeding her hormone blockers to delay puberty i don't i'm not saying that's happening but i'm just saying is it it could be a possibility
1: i've got a question is it a is that a is that a symptom of fetal alcohol syndrome
0: i don't know i'm i'm not really a a doctor and i don't really know too much about this stuff you know
1: that that's one thing i want to know and then in terms of modifying our body and putting excuse me and putting things into our body we're, we're uh hitting a nice segue point here where they're setting this this premise that, like, you have to wear the mask. Every single person wears a mask, even though you're the only one out of 100 people that don't want to wear it. You have to wear it, too. You're putting other people in danger by your breathing. You're breathing. Yeah, and it's I, distance.
0: And not one of them is able to answer the question is, okay, me going out, how is that going to get you sick if you're staying at home? How yeah, is no, me it's, going it's outside ridiculous. to get a Red Bull from CVS going to kill a bunch of people in a nursing home?
1: Right. But here's my take on this. is like They're going to use that same precedent that they're setting to try to forcibly inoculate us, potentially. You know, you yeah. got to take it. Everyone's getting it. You got to get it, too. Or you can't go back outside. I could see it happening. I don't know if like it's going to happen because there's going to be so many sheep out there. Lining up around the edge of the building to go get their vaccine, you know, brought to you by Bill Gates, you know, and and, you know, um, I found uh, um, a really, really interesting quote in a book. And it it is about um, it's actually about the free market. It's called unequal freedoms. And it talks about the difference between like actual like free market enterprise and like kind of like crony, fake capitalistic free market enterprise yeah where you know corporations masquerade under the guise of having human rights and how they use that legal entity as a person to be able to do things that companies shouldn't normally be able to do so you know there's this there's this quote in here that says what is common to this conditioning advertising is that a behavioral objective to buy to buy product X Let's call product X the thousand-dollar-a-day remdesivir medicine, okay? Because you know we've got we've got manufacturers, I believe Gilead, trying to get FDA approval on remdesivir. So, uh, let's pretend that product X is remdesivir. There's this behavioral objective is set for the consumer by a set of stimulations, which reinforce the desire for the product until there's sufficient demand to buy it at a price. That, net, that nets maximum revenue in sales. A scientifically tested schedule of reinforcements, which is the advertisement, AKA the fear, uh, is programmed at a cost up to a million dollars a minute into a media vehicle, such as the television, billboard, newspaper, etc. cetera, to condition a target audience into desiring the product. Trial market co- surveys are conducted until the maximum efficiency of conditioning paying consumers into desiring the designated product has been achieved the goal of the advertisement of the fear is to make everyone want it quote unquote whether they need it or not the targeted consumer normally purchase enough of the product being sold to generate it to generate an expected sum of money profits uh proving the indoctrination success
0: wow did you so, read that
1: Uh, in a book by John McMurtry called Unequal Freedoms. And that's what's going on is we're being conditioned through fear. The advertisement is fear to to want to buy this product. Not only want to buy it, but to beg for this product so that we line up around the door. The reason they're pissed off at Trump taking hydroxychloroquine is it's $3 a day. Now they're like, oh, well, hydroxychloroquine studies are showing that it's actually ineffective against fighting coronavirus but what they don't say is that they're only testing the hydroxychloroquine when hydroxychloroquine is the vehicle that zinc attaches itself to to deliver itself into your system so you have to take hydroxychloroquine and zinc for the hydroxychloroquine to be effective
0: another thing is they're trying to they're trying to show it as being ineffective they ran a headline i talked about it yesterday on my show um, that it, it was causing more deaths in people hydroxychloroquine, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, obviously, the people who are going to be so severe that they're taking this medicine and this drug are going to be people more likely to die because because they're at the late stages and and they're they could possibly be on their way out. Just it's like saying ventilators are killing more people than non ventilators because that's the last step in in the severity that you're in, you're in phase phase nine. You need to take medicine and the ventilator i'll Obvi- be right. and obviously you're so close to death at that point you're, you're go- there's going to be a higher death rate that person was just poised to die
1: there, there there's corruption going on they're paid based off every coronavirus diagnosis based off every treatment based off every person that's put on a ventilator based off every coronavirus death they get paid for every single stage so the further along they can advance those patients. If they could just get them on the ventilator and they survive and come back down, then the patient lives, and then they make maximum amount of money without the person dying. But back to the point about hydroxychloroquine and zinc, it's about a $3 a day treatment. Remdesivir is a $1,000 a day treatment, and that's what Dr. Fauci's recommended. Wow. You have to ask who's in Dr. Fauci's pocket. We have a drug, we have quotes From years ago, of Anthony Fauci saying that if we have medicines that are already FDA approved and there's already been trials on them, and we already know what their what their potential is and what their drawbacks are, we should use that as opposed to having to go through a new set of trials and a new set of development on a new drug, which is going to push back the timeline for when people can begin to receive that drug.
0: Now people are going to take the drug. we're, We're nearing herd immunity, regardless. So this thing is going to be over before any of these drugs are be going to, or vaccines are going to become widely available. But as you said, there is still going to be sheep lining up around the block. Please inject me with the coronavirus vaccine. Please, please give me the medicine, please. And they're probably going to, in years to come, they're probably going to requalify the flu to be coronavirus to reclassify the flu to be coronavirus just to instill for fear and, as you said, to start selling more expensive treatment. I can definitely see that to be the push and the move. And once you have billions of dollars, when you're worth billions of dollars, buying out the media is not that hard. Buying out segments, buying out—if you're a big advertiser in the media, they're going to—it's very easy to buy that stuff out. You know, you can buy out BuzzFeed— for probably relatively cheap compared to how much these pharmaceutical companies make, and you can just turn them into your propaganda outlet.
1: Right, right. Yeah, exactly, man. So I believe that when people just kind of like taking it back to the Costco video, I think that when people just like completely dump all over me from both sides, it's kind of like saying that they don't care about any of these issues at hand because it's like me saying, no, I'm not doing anything. Any of this, the game over. I'm done playing along with this whole thing. And they want to keep us in fear because when you're in fear, you're easier to control. Think about if you're kidnapped or um, somebody robs you, they got a gun to your head, you're going to do what they say because you're scared. So a lot of people deep down inside are just really scared about the coronavirus. Is it serious? Is it not serious? When am I going to go back to work? What does tomorrow look like? And I live in fear a little bit, but I try to, like, not let it control me. I try to not let it give me anxiety. And, like, we need to take the reins back and not live in that lower spectrum, you know, mentally of fear. Yeah. We need to live in confidence. We need to live in strength. You know, we need to be not controllable anymore because they're just going to keep messing with us. Like, look how long they've been keeping this global warming light going on for. I haven't seen the, the the poles melt. I haven't seen the ocean levels rise. Well, they keep changing the narrative
0: every stuff. 15 years. It's something else. They
1: change the narrative. Before that, when I was a kid, I thought we were in the end of the world because there was a hole in the ozone layer. Dude, another, I thought like, the like,
0: same exact thing. My science teacher who was in, in, the, in the sixth grade— was one of those, uh, he, he might as well have been Al Gore, and he had me convinced that the world was going to end in 5 to 10 years. I Growing up as a kid, I, I was, it was this was actually probably 3rd and 4th grade, I was scared shitless because of the fear from global warming and climate change. I made a commitment to myself when I was in 4th grade, I'm never going to drive a car when I get older. I'm going to ride a bicycle everywhere. I'm going to do this. And it had me brainwashed. And then, as the years went on, my I met a friend who watched a lot of fo- Fox News, and his family was conservative. And he was telling me, "Dude, he's like, relax, calm down. Everything that you're, that the teacher's saying is total BS." And then he like started to show me a few things on the primitive internet at the time, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, whew, I don't really need to be scared." <laughs> and, it, and it got that was kind of my awakening to a lot of the a lot of the bullshit, and because my family has a restaurant that's located on the water, like it's kind of like. Over the water, so I was worried that oh, the water levels every year is rising five inches. One one year, the whole restaurant's going to be underwater, and we're going to be poor, and we're not going to have money because. And I, I, you know, this is kid thinking. And right. then I realized, it, you know, it's been it's been uh, how many years now? Fifteen years since since right. that fear. And, they, 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 and they, they, they I think the water the reason, levels lower.
1: Right, and they keep changing. The reason why it's happening, and um first it's first it's a hole in the ozone layer then it's global warming then it's climate change it was caused by cfc's but no now it's caused by co2 oh now also cow farts are contributing methane (laughs) is contributing to it and you know don't you find
0: it odd that all of the socialist policies are the solutions to COVID 19 and climate change
1: bro i am i am gritting my teeth over here and um we are fighting rabid socialists that are gaslighting the shit out of us. I had the dude, Sam Cedar on the majority report. I'm talking to him about the socialist agenda and how they're using this to, to actually capitalize on this event. And he's like, so where are all these socialists? Uh, you guys. literally." <laughs> I'm fucking looking at stage. one. <laughs> her daughter proclaimed herself. her His daughter on Instagram... Is Jamie Peck 666. Underneath her profile picture, it says cats and communism. Underneath that, it says patreon.com slash Antifada. You go to Antifada, it is like the premier Antifa um, podcast. So I was listening to it, and she proclaimed herself to be, semi-jokingly, the president and CEO of Antifa. And the friend's like, well, I could think of a couple people higher than you, like a couple and the girl's like yeah you know and then what i was thinking is wow those couple people are her mom and dad it's sam cedar and the and the lady he's married to guaranteed and i started thinking about who is the president of antifa it's got to be someone who's smart who's trustable with funds from outside funding like george soros somebody who can manage a grassroots movement who can who can manage this thing like a business it can't be just some like idiot commie living in his mom's basement in a mask. So then I guess I started asking who really is at the top of Antifa and what really is going on when I have socialists gaslighting me on their own show asking me where are all these socialists at. Now that being said this is just a thought. I'm not accusing him of that. I just said this is just a a unique thought. I, I don't think he is the president of Antifa but his daughter says that she's pretty high up there and in that interview he said oh i thought i would have heard about it i'm sorry i thought that jamie would have heard about this in one of her meetings so there's a movement going on and they're trying to gaslight us and make us think nothing's going on so that we don't get up in arms and we don't do anything about their agenda
0: that's crazy I want. To, I'm gonna look more into that. I'm gonna do my own little research on that because that sounds very interesting. I, I don't. I don't follow Sam Cedar. I mean, I know of him. I've seen a couple of his stuff, but it, it doesn't does not seem trustworthy. It does not. Something doesn't s- sound right about that about him. But yeah, is there anything so- else before we we end this because we're, we're nearing close to an hour on this? Any any last words?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. Actually. Um, was there like anything else you want to address? Were there any comments, any assumptions about me or like any crazy stuff that you saw that people were saying about me that you want to clear? up?
0: I think we pretty much covered everything. Cause you went into the interviews you did. You went into uh, the reaction from the left and the right. And I think we pretty much covered everything that, that we could cover.
1: Did I help you? So I helped you better understand my take on the issue. And 100%. I have 100%. a bit more of an ally in you and I can hopefully, you know, start spreading this message even more and and stop looking like such a villain or an idiot
0: 100 um, percent next time you go to Costco you got to record it that's gonna be uh it's gonna be on TMZ again I,
1: I, <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to you about going in there with spacesuits you know how to pull off something like this I'm totally down dude
0: Let's do actual it. actual
1: spacesuits and record their damn reactions <laughs> I'm not kidding man
0: I gotta get a card and then I gotta come out to Colorado
1: dude please I'm telling you and then everybody Follow me on Instagram. I had to, I had to make my personal 3,000 follower Instagram private. I have a new Instagram at the real Costco Kevin. It's got like 60 followers or something right now because everyone hates me. So, you know, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. The conversation uh, does not stop here. Just shoot me a follow, man. And if there's anybody else that wants to get me on their show, uh, I know you know H3. I know Ethan will be shitting all over me when he sees this video but i know he's got questions he's all about these i'll
0: text him i'll see if he wants people. to have you on
1: yeah man does anyone you know any conservatives anyone else i want to get my story out there the other thing is i'm I'm starting a thing with this like i'm not going away i'm starting a youtube channel doing my Instagram. yeah do
0: it this could this could this is your start you know you're 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 in it now you're
1: absolutely yeah I got thrust into it and man, I'm nervous and I'm fearful, but I trust that God is going to guide me in the right way that people that support me will support my detailing business. And, um, I just know everything's going to work out in the end. So I'd love to stay in touch with you. If you're ever in Colorado, I'd love to meet up with you. We got to do the NASA suits and, you know, just, just take it from there, man. And thank you so much for having me on the show and being fair and objective and, um, you're really great man thank you
0: yeah no thank thank you for coming on this is a really good interview i'm gonna i'm gonna text h3 right now for you and uh thank you. if i if i come to i might actually be coming to colorado for a business trip uh within a couple weeks but that's a big maybe if i do i'll i'll let you know and we can figure something out
1: yeah perfect man yeah please do and stay in touch, and. Um... I got your contact info. If you want, just email me your number in case anything crazy pops up. I know there's some other things that may come of this that may interest you, uh, like some political movement and stuff like that. So, um, but whatever it is, stay in touch and, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining. Thank you.